Welcome to Hallmarked. I'm Kyle. And I'm Hallie, ranking all the Hallmark Channel original movies from A Storm in Summer to Miracle in Bethlehem Pa. That's Pennsylvania, <laughs> but it's spelled P-A, so it's just Miracle in Bethlehem Pa. So, Hallie, uh, it's been a year since we did the last episode of this show. Sure has been, since uh, since the military one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, since Christmas bedtime stories. Think about it all the time. Yeah, so um, since that time, I counted 104 Hallmark original movies have been produced. Oh my goodness. So I'd say we're moving at a pretty good rate. Yeah, no, we'll catch up. We'll catch up. Yeah. We'd have to do this every three and a half days. To just be current, not even the catch up to be not, current. Well, what is it like to be able to produce 104th? God, Hallmark, how do you do it? You know, there's somebody who's watched every single one. Mm hmm. And they're not even doing a podcast about it. They just do no, it because they, they just have. want to. I'm jealous. Anyways, uh, we watched one. <laughs> we watched one. <laughs> I mean, I have watched more, but we are talking about one. One that you forced me to watch. So mm-hmm. you're going to do the summary, and I'm going to be like, oh, what? That happened, and yeah, as if I've never heard of this before. Lie to the audience because you watched it with me. Yeah, this ungodly long movie. It was pretty long for a Hallmark. I don't know how long it was. It felt like it was two fucking hours long. Yeah, and it's hard because sometimes Hallmark movies, like sometimes they take up that time slot, but at least at least one third of that is commercials, and this this was genuinely two hours long without the commercials. So that's that's that's. A solid 30 minutes over the perfect movie length, especially for a Hallmark movie. Especially for a Hallmark. Especially I want to, what is the average Hallmark movie length? Uh, you know what? Let me Google it because I want to say 80 minutes. I thought it'd be closer to like 60, which would make sense because this would be like a double feature then. Yeah, it was a really special one. Okay, so, so far, uh, most Hallmark movies are apparently filmed in 15 days. It got confused about the length okay. that I wanted. But, like, props to them. I could make a movie in two weeks if I had <laughs> the resources. Could you? Yeah. I'd have a crew. Okay. I'd have the Gutzpa. Okay. And I have the charming location on hand already. This is the same energy that when we were in college and I said, hey, write me a five-minute script, and you came back with 15 minutes of content. Yeah. And I'm being generous saying it was only 15 minutes. Yeah, I've gotten better about that, but... but you you gotten better, she says, after just saying, I could film a movie in 15 days. Yeah, well, okay, I could, is the thing. I've gotten better about writing things that are the right length. That's what I'm saying. I've nailed that part down. Speaking of, the summary for this movie is 2.5 pages. What are we talking about today, Hallie? We're talking about a wonderful Hallmark movie. A Hallmark movie about an athlete. You don't get those all the time. Give me the title drop and then uh, let's get into it. So the title's called Evergreen Springs, because that's where this takes place. That's the charming <laughs> small town. I personally prefer a miracle in Bethlehem. Pa! Pa! <laughs> but Evergreen Springs will suffice. As is customary, our protagonist in Evergreen Springs is this hotshot professional from the big city. But as I mentioned, he's an athletic celebrity and we don't normally get those. Mm -hmm. Liam is a professional race car driver and he's determined to win this big race. But so we know what a cocky little motherfucker he is at the beginning. He gets too cocky, ignores the advice of his like 
team. His pit crew. His pit crew. Yeah, that's what they're called. Yeah, yeah. He 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 does to the pit crew what you would do to the professionals working on your fifteen day movie. Okay, but the difference is that I'd be right, and <laughs> and Liam is wrong, and because okay. Liam is wrong, as you well know, because I forgot you watched this one with me. Yeah. He ends up tying in the race instead of outright winning. Because he, he like blows a tire right at the very end, right? He does. He blows a tire right at the very end. Yeah. Because uh, he ignored his racing team slash pit crew. It's a pretty effective way to show what he's a, that he's a jacket. Yeah. It's more effective than a lot of Hallmark movies where they just play musical cues while someone runs around with coffee and papers. So it's like, okay, this is a real thing. This is a real thing. Yeah. So since he tied, there will be a tiebreaker race in one week in California. And he is definitely going to win that. You may be thinking, California doesn't feel like a Hallmark location. Liam has to get to California, but the actual like location of this movie is this random small town off the highway. What highway? Who knows? Yeah. Just a highway, because that's how you get to California. Highways aren't small towns. Highways, foreshadowing, destroy small towns. Highways destroy small towns, as we find out, because Liam ends up in one of those little small towns after uh, a breakdown. Unfortunately for him, when his car broke down, it also caused a lot of damage to the town because he ran into a bunch of stuff. So he is straight up arrested and held against his will, which is also a beat that's different from regular Hallmarks that I was like, oh, okay, he's forcibly detained. Like, usually you're there for work or like a family member calls you and begs you to come home one last time for the holidays or something like that. But now he's just like arrested. All Hallmark towns have weird culty vibes when you mm-hmm. think about them. Mm-hmm. This one is no different. Mm-mm. Like the jail thing is weird because they like he's in jail, but they don't like they have a cop. Yeah. But the cop doesn't watch him. It's just some random dude from the city. Um, That's Nate. That is his best friend who I will get to. This is a very structured summary. Well, <laughs> they just instead of like the sheriff whose job this is, they have Nate come in and watch Liam like that. Like, OK, OK, Evergreen Springs. Fine, fine. You do things a little differently. You know what? That's fine. Well, that, that, that's fine. Uh, so, so none of these, none of these people in Evergreen Springs know who Liam the Hotshot Racer Man is, uh, including the love interest. I mean, race car driving has nothing to do with Christmas. It's true, or a small town, or the highway, except for my small town, which did have a racetrack. I want to go to a racetrack in a small town. You can come to my small town. We have <gasps> a racetrack. I won't say what it is, but I will say that like people around, if I they recognize my hometown it's because of the racetrack i love that for you i'm gonna come race and it's gonna be amazing and i'm gonna be even better than liam just come visit during like the four days i'm home with my family (laughs) okay that's true here's hallie too we're gonna go to the racetrack yeah like oh that also happens in hallmark though people will just be like here's a person the more the merrier merry christmas i'm gonna see if there's a race when i'm home yes 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 i mean it's gonna be cold as shit but but i i'll i'll suck it up Okay. Yeah, Google that. Okay, while well, you're Googling that, uh, you may be wondering if the whole holding him against his will thing is legal. And the answer is, I don't know. I, I, tr- I truly don't. Um, as we said, Hallmark Town, it's like a cult. He's definitely responsible for destruction of public property. And like, I guess a fine is appropriate. I don't know if you can just arrest a guy and make him fix what he broke, but that's what they do. He's trapped there and he has to fix the road. 
and a bunch of other stuff he damaged. And nobody knows who he is. Like, no, like it's because it's because yeah. we just, yeah. yeah, it's a small town. Why doesn't he just leave if it's not legal? Oh, no, they like, they like detain him. I mean, like, they have an escort watching him all the time. They like handcuff him a lot. Like, it's kind of bad. I don't it's know. It's weird. Wrote this. I remember. It's, you like, know, you know how, why I'm struggling to explain how they detain him. Like, yeah. Well, because it's like they make a lot of very weird comments about him looking drained. Uh huh. And I feel like, you know, oh man, you're drained of the Christmas spirit and stuff. And it feels like they're talking about blood. It feels a little it bit feels like, like they're implying that they siphoned all his blood so he can't get away. But he's just drained of the Christmas spirit. Don't worry about a, it. Like, like, I don't know if the writers thought that one through. No. But I'm glad that they didn't. Because we got to say, yes, this Hallmark protagonist is trapped in a small town because they drain his blood. No, it's not a Halloween movie. And they just have Nate there to watch him. Yeah, just they just Nate. have Nate. Just he Nate. doesn't work there. Like, no. he's just Nate. He has nothing better to do. He's just Nate. He's like a mechanic and he, he's got nothing <laughs> to fix because it's like a small run downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it keeps Nate from tipping cows. It keeps Nate from from tipping cows, which we'll get to later in my very um, structured <laughs> summary. So you may be wondering. I know that they said that uh, he's drained of the Christmas spirit, and this is like a Christmassy small town because, of course, it is. It's called Evergreen Springs, but like Hallmark towns are usually pretty lively as well. Like small towns, for all they say, like oh, we don't have fancy lattes or taxi services here. Like they're they're clearly quite bustling. Yeah. Um, this one is not, which was another key difference that was interesting. It is only a shadow of what it was of what it once was during its heyday, which is an indescribable amount of time ago. I do not know when this heyday was. It's just heralded at some point in decades past. I mean, it's hallmark. Like they they don't have that much of a budget. So like when we do see the flashback, it just has all of the same actors looking the same. With the exception of the love interest, because that's the only character who explicitly said she wasn't here at that time. Yeah, so... What's her name again, by the way? We haven't mentioned oh, her name. Oh, yeah. Again, structured summary, Susan. Her name is Susan. <laughs> okay, Susan. Susan. So, so Susan's the only one not in the flashback, and that's because she's the one who, like, talks about it eventually. But this was um, important context to give for what Evergreen Springs is like, because... Part of the plot is fixing up Evergreen Springs, not just from Liam, who is being forced to do this, but like as he fixes it up, other small business owners and residents are like, wow, the road looks nice. What if my shop also looked nice? And it's cute. I, I really like when there's like a communal effort, you know? Yeah, it is cute. And they do handle it well, where like they'll do it after he fixes some of the road. Mm -hmm. So you don't see like... <laughs> Some guy on his knees with a spackle and a giant, like, <laughs> like industrial-grade cement mixer just on his hands and knees sweating as no. people look down and are like, wow, he sure knows his stuff. I'm going to clean up. It's always like, oh, it's nice now. Yeah, it's we never see the actual, the actual work. Yeah. We're just told that Liam does it. Well, we see him, we see him half-ass it once. We do, we do, which is... What I'm getting to, because he's a little bit, 
he's a little bit mad that he's being kept against his will. He has to get to his big race. That he's being kept hostage and being yeah. talked about how his Christmas spirit is drained. Yes, but listen, but listen, he's a grouch in a Hallmark movie. So whatever opinion he has, <laughs> we as the audience know it has to be wrong. That's fair. So when he half-asses it, there's this doctor in town. His name is literally just Doc. They don't call him anything else. Um, he challenges Liam to the only language Liam knows, a race. If he wins, Liam has to undo everything and then redo everything right. And if he loses, Liam could leave. Liam, of course, accepts this because, like, no way can this old man beat him in a race. But psych, this is a dirt road, you idiot. The wise old racer man knows his way around a dirt road. And Liam is used to his big polished racetracks, not the country. So Liam loses and it's great. It's a moment of humility for him. And then he's even madder. But because it was a race, this decision he respects. The first one was technically a legal one. The doctor is also the judge. But this one's legal by by the laws of the street. This one's legal by something Liam respects, which is, yes, the laws of the street. The fast and the furious of it all. As you're summarizing this, I'm realizing what a missed opportunity it was to not have Doc, at the very least, suggested to be a secret Santa Claus. <laughs> I am... Like very baffled that that did not happen i mentioned this later i mentioned that he's not he's not santa because like hallmark will sometimes have some kind of an old person mentor yeah often that person is santa sometimes it's an old family member and sometimes it's just like a cafe owner yeah because in all the ones i've seen when it's been Santa, he has been like in there for two seconds, mm -hmm. either to give good advice or in that one really weird one to create an alternate dimension where she was married to like her high school sweetheart or something. Yeah. Or fix a car. Santa showed up to fix a car in one movie. That's all he did. Yes. Anyways, Doc kicks his ass in racing. Okay, Doc kicks his ass in racing. And so Liam has to go back and like take his time and do the work, which gives a lot of time for the colorful cast of folksy town members who are going to help Liam grow as a person. There's the doctor, uh, whose name is Doc. J just talked about him. And then there's the sheriff, who everybody just calls sheriff. Uh, and there is, like, a folksy cafe owner, but she's not as old as the folksy cafe owners I'm thinking of that sometimes show up in Hallmark. Yeah. She's got a cool husband who has, like, a like a barbershop kind of a thing. Uh, there's a cute firefighter. Uh, his name is Ted. He doesn't talk much, and I wish that he did, but he's he just very... cries. He just cries. But like we love when men cry. Yeah. Like, like good good on you, Hallmark. Uh we love Ted. And then there's your favorite. The the fuck the, the European guy. The European guys? Because you don't ever see European guys in Hallmark movies. What were their names again? Uh their names are Alessandro and Angelo. I love them because they're just they're just European. They make they make a living out of being European. <laughs> and they're my favorite because like nothing they say ever makes sense. No. They're kind of the only ones who like I mean, people are mean to Liam and that he's forcibly detained there. But they but they also just like straight up tell Liam, like, uh, you're not that cool. Which is great. Love that. And then I think like there's there's more there are more side characters, but like really the only last two who are important are um the love interest, Susan, and Liam's new best friend, Nate. The person who doesn't work at the jail, but who watches over Liam anyway. And Nate is one of those characters who refuses to take a hint or see the worst in people. You know, like, he's just really nice and genuine. And so he doesn't, he can't tell that Liam just hates him. Which makes him the perfect foil 
for an asshole learning to love again. And like, he's fine. He has annoying moments, but like, he takes a shine to Liam. He's cute. Shows him the joys of simple country living, such as cow tipping. This is the point in the movie where he takes him cow tipping, as you foreshadowed. And then this like softens Liam up because he has a nice time before he spends the night with his love interest. But it's like, uh, they don't like spend the night together, like spend the night together. It's just that she owns a hotel. I mean, he already spent his night with the love interest. I genuinely, we'll get to this when we rank. Mm -hmm. If uh, Nate was the love interest, this would get full marks from me. Mm -hmm. Unironically, would get full marks from me. Unironically. But Susan's so boring by comparison. Susan's just kind of boring. She's got got girl energy. I know. Uh, And it sucks because Susan is also a Hallmark protagonist. She just had her Hallmark movie before the events of this Hallmark movie. Because then she hangs out with Liam and she mentions that like she ended up here because she was running away from the stresses of her high profile lawyering in the city. But then she like broke down here also. And then the cafe owner took her in and... She just like fell in love with the Lance with how cute it is. Do you think there's like a secret cult aspect of this? Like they like set up like, some yes. sort of ra- raise to get cars to break down right Wait, outside of this town. That would be so funny, though. I would watch that over and over. That's why no one ages. Ever. Oh, my God. That's why no one ages. Evergreen Springs. They're evergreen. <laughs> <laughs> Did the writers know? No, they didn't know. No, no, they absolutely did. I can, they didn't know. I can tell you, uh, and I'll explain more in detail later, with yeah. 100% certainty that they did not know. That they did not know what they were doing. Oh my god, Evergreen Springs is a cult town where they just get people to break down and then stay there. God, that's so much more interesting than Susan. I'd be so much more interested in Susan if she was like the victim of a cult. I didn't know how shitty that sounds to say, but she's just like fine. She's just like girl boss. Yeah, yeah, like the very boring kind of girl boss. Yeah, too. like, and that's the thing. Like, Hallmark doesn't write good characters, but she's not the fun kind of bad Hallmark character either. She's just a solid middle. Like, she's not, like, there's no real chemistry between them, but they're also not awkward and there are no musical cues like there sometimes are for hallmark couples so it's not even like a fun bad awkward she's just a solid middle yeah i feel like the most is sometimes there are looks that and i don't know if this is intentional but are far hornier than any other hall than any hallmark movie has any right to be i think the actors were stretching their limits i think they were like how could we get away with like not just being like flirty in a hallmark but how but how can we communicate we want each other cardily yeah like they one of the one unique thing she has is she has like a t- a, a small tattoo she does a ta- like a hallmark protagonist having a tattoo and again she should be like way up there on the hallmark list but the way he looks at it you know it's like weird like it's i respect weird. the actors for experimenting and this is technically a unique thing they add to the relationship that should make me like them more than other Hallmark couples. But like, it's, I I think the big thing is Nate's there. Nate's there. We want Liam, Nate, Nate, Liam, Liam. Maybe there's a Hallmark shipping (laughs) wiki where I can find their ship name. I bet there is one. Uh, continue. Okay. So, um, that's, that's all happening while Liam is doing his stuff. And, um, 
he's on route to finishing, but he needs something from Doc, and Doc like can't help him right away and whatever. So Liam accidentally gets into Doc's woodshed that he just has because he's a folksy old man. And there's like old racing stuff in there. He's like he's like an old racer that Liam recognizes immediately. He's just this old racer who now lives here under a pseudonym. Also an unexpected twist from a Hallmark movie, because again, there's no sage old wise man mentor usually, unless that man is Santa. Or an angel. Sometimes they do angels. Doc is neither of those things. He's just a former professional. And it's this whole thing. And Liam, like, tells everybody, and they're like, nah, that's crazy. And then other stuff happens. But like, the other stuff is just fluff nonsense that you need in a Hallmark movie. Um, Basically, Liam and Doc, like, fight. And Doc is like, this life ruined me. I never went back. They cast me out because I had an accident and got too old. Uh, and then Liam is like, but it's racing. And Doc yells at him and then calls him out specifically for only caring about himself. And what's actually nice is that Liam listens. Like he gets yelled at. And then you see from like the very next set of scenes that that got to him. It's nice when you say something and it gets to a man. Like it's it's nice when a man listens. Only a Hallmark. Um, Liam finishes his work, but then everyone thinks he left without saying goodbye, and then he appears out of nowhere. Like, they're all sad. They're like, oh, we're gonna miss him. And then Ted cries, because that's all he ever does. But then Liam's like, oh, why is everyone so sad? And it's really cute. Yeah. And I think that's another one of those, see- like, types of scenes that I really like. So Liam, uh, he's happy. He's back. Everyone's like, aha, Liam, we were gonna miss you. Um, and then he, like, buys stuff from all their shops and hangs out with everyone. And, um, to show that he was listening like a Hallmark man, he's also enlisted everybody's help to refurbish the pretty town lights and stuff so that it looks like it did during the unestablished glory period of the past. And this makes Susan happy. This was her gift because the hotel was doing like fine. Yeah. So this was like her. Like, I mean, it's a nice hotel. It's a nice hotel. So he makes everything else nice and they're happy and they're about to kiss. But oh no, now we need the Hallmark complication slash misunderstanding shockingly late in the movie too it is pretty late in the like movie. it's like 15 minutes before the end which would be mm-hmm. fine if this was a 60 minute movie right but this is it's not that it's a two-hour film and so we're an hour and 45 minutes in and and then zip reporters newscopters they're flying in and they're like we found the famous racer liam mclean because his last name is mclean just like uh die hard for some reason <laughs> Liam McLean. I mean, this this whole thing is tangentially Christmas already. It's true. So, um, so famous racer Liam McLean because he's been missing for a week, and apparently that's a thing the world was upset about. So they like find him, and then he's he's more or less bullied into like returning for the race. Like, it's one of those things. He could just be like, oh, well, you know, this race is really important to me, and I've had some life changing experiences, but like. I still want to do my race. You guys should all come watch me or I'll come back after my race. No, that's not. That's not a thing that's said. It's like, you have to go to the race or stay in Evergreen Springs. So he like goes to the race and then everybody's sad because, you know, they're from two different worlds. There's no way this will work. And then after he leaves, it's revealed that Doc is the one who called the press to let them know where Liam was. Because he wanted Liam out of town because he was getting under his skin. And then Susan gets big mad and delivers a real doozy of a line that calls him out for being selfish too. Because he's like, it's best for everyone. She's like, best for everyone or best for you? Get his ass, Susan. It's the one time she's good. It's the The one one time time she's good. One time she's good. She calls him out 
So Liam has been kind of like socially bullied from the small town back to his racetrack. But he's like sad and he's off his game during the race. Uh, He keeps imagining the town and thinking of everybody, including Nate, including Nate. He also gets little flashbacks to Nate. Should have only been Nate. It should have been should have only been Nate, but whatever. Fine. Um, This is nice, too, because we don't always get actual like reflections or memories from Hallmark characters when they're making their big like decision pivot. Like, like, we really just see the decision pivot. Like, someone will be back from the airport. We don't see him walking through the airport yeah. and deciding, I need to go back. So this was nice. This was a nice moment. Um, but luckily, he doesn't have to make that decision because his new friends come to him. It's so cute. Doc and Nate and company, they come to watch his race and they cheer him on through the power of friendship. And they help him out because he doesn't have a pit crew because he fired them. <laughs> And then Liam starts racing a lot better after they show up because again, the power of friendship. So when you uh when when your film crew from your fifteen day movie uh quits, are you gonna find a band of folksy uh people of differing careers and also innate in order to uh make your movie? Okay, so the thing about that is that you're my band of folksy people with different careers. So you're just gonna be called in to help me finish the movie. When my strong opinions that are correct inevitably lead to heated tensions behind the scenes and people abandon me because okay, so they just can't handle who, what a star I am. Who do I get to be then? Okay, so see, it's weird if I say Nate because we talked about how much we want Nate and Liam to get together. But like, and you're not, you're not, I, you're not like, <laughs> like a, like a country, like a simple country boy. You're just nice. I'm going to say and you're supportive. I <laughs> I'm right. No, no. No, it's it's not that. It was um you were moving to a different detail about Nate, but with the way you started it, I thought you were going to like somehow reject your married friend, <laughs> be like, you know, they're romantic and just like I don't want to say this, but you're just not my type. And I'm like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> And that's not the direction you went, but some, for some reason, that's where my mind went. Why are you like this? <laughs> hey, hey, it is a reasonable way for me to go because you spent so long thinking after saying it would be awkward because of this. Right. And just, and I'm like, she is struggling to say something. Yeah, because like, you don't fit anybody. Maybe Ted, he cries a lot. <laughs> I that's the one thing I can't do. <laughs> but like the but like it's not that they lack personality. There's just not enough there. Maybe maybe I get to be Liam had like one friend before the movie started. His one friend from like the big city. Maybe I get to be that guy. Um Marv. Yeah. You get to yeah. be Marv. You never see be Marv. Marv. You just you just see him you just hear him over the phone. You could be, yeah. be such a good Marv. I could be a great Marv. A fast talker. Yeah. Anyways, I'll let you finish this. Oh, so Liam is just, he starts racing better. Uh, and then he does, he doesn't actually win. He does not win the race. Instead, another racer crashes and he helps out that racer to show what a good person he has become. Yeah. He knows what matters. And then like Doc is there and he's like, smiley face. I've grown too. I'm still grumpy, but the youthful vigor of a, of this young person has caused my optimism to grow too. So actually it, it's, Many people benefit from this Hallmark movie, not just like the couple. Yeah, so we did like, we didn't do the Hallmark skip 
where it just skips to him returning from the airport for Liam. But we did yeah. do that for Doc. Yeah. We never see Doc's change of heart. We never really see that. No, he's just there and he's like, ah, you're not so bad, kid. I'm gonna help ya. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Susan and Liam end up together. Liam implies he's gonna, like, move back to Evergreen Springs and put his racing headquarters there. A thing that, once again, he could have planned from... At any point. When they came and took him, but At fine, any whatever. point. At any point, but it is It's this not point, like they were holding him hostage, taking him to the racetrack. It's not like they were... <laughs> I mean, it did kind of feel I mean, like they were, they though. They kind of were. It did but feel, also, yeah. It's within his power... So when he's back at the racetrack, be like, hey, send these invites to Radiator Fuck to Evergreen Springs and everything's great. Okay, well, I made it through the whole summary, though. You did. I did. I made it through the whole summary. If you'd like to watch this Hallmark movie, Evergreen Springs, you can also find it under the name Disney Pixar Movie Cars, because that is the movie that I just described <laughs> with only a few name changes, because Cars... As we discovered when we went to Disneyland this summer, fall-ish, uh, is just a Hallmark movie. It's just a Hallmark movie. It's just a Hallmark movie. It's just a Hallmark movie. movie. A, a good Hallmark movie. A good Hallmark movie. A good Hallmark movie, and I made it through that entire, <laughs> that entire summary. End. Until the very end. Until the very end when it said Mmm, It's Evergreen Springs, not Radiant Which Springs. I might, I might keep that fumble in because it's at the very end. It's, it's kind of funny. Yeah, so uh, before we get to ranking, uh, a couple of things. Yeah, some of those were just avert lies, like draining of the Christmas spirit. But they do drain his gas, yeah. which feels a lot like bloodletting. So that's why I left that out. I was like, I can't like spin this in a way that sounds like I'm talking about a person. Just like you couldn't spin the blowing the tire into the equivalent, uh, which is like him fracturing an ankle fracturing or something. Fracturing a bone, right. I had to just be like, he raced a car and it broke. Cars is very weird when you think about Cars it. Cars is such a weird, um, which is why we were okay saying this Hallmark's kind of weird, because it is. Cars is strange. Uh, tattoo absolutely is real. That's real. But specifically, Sally is the name of the love interest. She has Sally, a tramp yes. stamp. She's got a tramp stamp. I don't know why. I don't know why. Again, so when I said like it's like <laughs> the actors were trying to be horny with each other, actually the writers were just trying to see it's just what they could squeeze in there. Lightning McQueen gets literally flashed at the beginning of the movie. It's, yeah. If you haven't seen Cars, the main character's name is Lightning McQueen. Oh yes, I'm sorry. Liam McLean is actually Lightning McQueen. He's played by Owen Wilson. Uh, his friend played by Larry the Cable Guy is Toe Mater. Yeah. And tragically... I could not find a ship name for Lightning McQueen and Toe Mater. Well, that feels like it should be a popular ship. Well, the issue is there's a young and small UFO called Mator who has a mama called Mama Ship, which is a massive what? UFO from one of the Cars shorts, what? Unidentified Flying Mater. It's not even. So when I looked up Lightning McQueen Mater ship name, I see either that or I see Tony Trihull from the Pixar Cars wiki. I can't believe that comes up before any ship names. Hallie, how many things did I have? Did I did you have to make up on the fly because I referenced them? Okay, so I hadn't included Guido and Luigi, the Italian cars in my thing because I, I was like tell. I can't like it is too weird for a Hallmark to have Italians like I didn't think <laughs> <laughs> it was 
was gonna do that because it does um i like that none of the rest of this you're like we can make this work a race car driver sure <laughs> like, why the fuck not even though that's way too high budget but god forbid we have europe okay, god no. forbid we have italians in this movie because hallmark movies if they involve like countries that aren't america it's always made up and is vaguely British if the prince is from that country, or it's like a it's like a destination film. Like they go to Ireland or they go to Scotland. There are a couple over there, and then there are Scottish and Irish people around. But that, like, okay, that's fair. But like they've there's never there's never just been like an Irish or an Italian or a Spanish person in a Hallmark small town. There's just never been. So I was like, I, I'm going to skip because they don't do anything that directly affects the plot, except for the pit stop moment. But even then I can say his friends cheer him on through the power of friendship. So I just skipped them. And then you asked about names and I couldn't think of Italian names for two men that weren't Mario and Luigi. So I had to <laughs> Google Italian names and then all of them were female. And so I was like, I don't know. I heard you and I was just like, I'm just waiting. I'm just going to wait. I know you were. You were very patient. Yeah. You were very patient. Um. So that's how I knew that the writers didn't think of Evergreen Springs, because I could hear Hallie realizing it <laughs> yeah. as I made the joke. I thought of Evergreen Springs and Kyle, but Ever I thought Evergreen Springs was a really nice name. It is. It is a very nice name. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I fought Hallie on this, but it's in the podcast, so we're going to rank it. <laughs> Mary Marketability! Starting with Mary Marketability. Mary Marketability is how much this fills you with the Christmas spirit. Uh, specifically, how much you want to buy Hallmark products. So, Cars has nothing to do with Christmas. Nothing! It takes place by California, off the highway. So anyways, I looked up Pixar's Cars on the Hallmark website, and that's how we're going to rank this category. Okay. Uh, we have three things. Okay. We have uh, Disney's 100th anniversary Little Golden Books. Okay. Which has uh, just some books. Um, we have the Disney Pixar Cars Mater Vampire Halloween card for grandson. Awesome. It's just Mater, uh, who's just a tow truck. So Nate, Mater. Yes. In a vampire outfit. And it says truck or treat, which is pretty good. Awesome. And then the Disney Pixar Cars Radiator Springs Pals Ornament set of three. They don't have Lightning McQueen or Liam. They don't have Nate or Mater. They have Doc, who is just Doc in both movies. Yeah, I didn't change. That felt like I could get away with it. They have Sally or Susan. And then they just have the cafe owner's husband. Raymundo! Why are those the three ornaments? I don't know. They're keepsake. The thing is that I like these ornaments, though. I think these are nice. I don't. I no? I think Sally looks off, and I would prefer Doc if it didn't have his Hudson Hornet, like, racer name on the side. You mean because he doesn't like that legacy, and he fights the whole movie to not have that legacy? No, I just think he looks better without it. All right, fair enough. Looking at what Hallmark has for sale... I'd buy this box set, but not for cars. I mean, the cars one is definitely better. Like, some of them right. look like there's a Lion King one. I'm like, okay, so that's just a really old one. Yeah. The cars one looks okay. Uh, the trucker tree, the more I look at it, the more I appreciate it. <laughs> and Doc is fine. Doc looks 
fine and the the ornaments though thirty dollars jesus christ it's thirty dollars that's ten dollars a card it's ten dollars a card for Mundo and sally and uh, what i was charmed by the random cars they chose to represent the film in this in this set but no i have to take points away from that however i do want to say that um i know we're not talking about cars too but in Cars 2, there is a Pope mobile, which implies Christianity formed in the Cars universe the same way that it formed for us as humans. There's a lot of implications. There's a lot of implications, which means Christmas can be real, and you can actually <laughs> say Merry Chrysler to each other, like the meme. One of my favorite things when watching Cars was seeing like all the car-themed names. Like They go on the highway, and there's like, you know, Radiator springs you know potholes country or county or whatever Mm -hmm. that was an actual one but as an example and then just california yep just california a bunch of unique names and then california it was great anyways um i will be generous out of 10 i will give them a two for mary marketability i also am gonna do it too yeah i'll give one for doc and one for grandson truck retreat. <laughs> grandson truck retreat. One of mine is for those two things combined. The other one is just like, well, Disney likes to market. <laughs> so I know we're talking about Hallmark specifically, but it feels like, no, you know what? Scrap one point. They're getting one point. They're getting yeah. one point? They, w- even with Disney, they couldn't do this? No, one point. All right, I'll hedge my bets. I'll stick with two so that okay. they can get a three. But that's because it's not going to get a lot of points in... Oh, Carryism. Carryism. This is how the romance is. I'm not joking. Like, it didn't need to be romantic. It could be platonic. But if Sally or Susan was not in this movie, and the closest thing to a quote-unquote love interest that we had was a fucking tow truck <laughs> played by Larry the Cable Guy named Tow Mater... This would get, like, eight points. Do you remember when he got to ride in the helicopter and you got emotional? He did! He did get to ride in a helicopter because because he's talking to Lightning. Like, oh man, I'd sure love to be in a helicopter one day. And Lightning's like, yeah, sure, I can make that happen. And uh, Sally, or Susan, is like, were you telling the truth or were you just, you know, telling him what he wanted to hear? And Lightning McQueen or Liam was kind of like, implying he was just telling him what he wanted to hear. Yeah. At the end of the movie, he pulls in a favor, and it is solely to get Toe Mater on a sentient helicopter. It's Because, of course, helicopters are also alive. Yeah, I don't like thinking about it. It's so cute, though. It's like, that to me also shows character growth in the way that the big, I'm gonna push the king across the finish line does, you know? Yeah. And it and it means so much because it makes Mater happy. And I don't like I don't like love Mater, but I like what he means to Lightning and I like what Lightning means to him and I think they should mean more to each other. I feel like he is like Sally or Susan cuz I'm trying to do both names in case someone got through this and had no exposure to cars. <laughs> Disney Pixar's Cars, the movie about cars. The movie about cars. Like Sure, she kind of talks about it from a perspective he can understand, because as you said, she went through her own Hallmark movie. But Mm -hmm. I just find I'm going to bond with this country hick, this hillbilly, and genuinely form a a meaningful relationship with him. Mm -hmm. I just think there's a lot to that. And like... Tons! Mater is not 
smart. He's he's not particularly cunning. Like lightning tricks him like two or three times. <laughs> yeah, but he is still someone who inherently I'm talking about a fucking tow truck. Yep. He is someone who inherently has value. Mm-hmm. Even though no one knows what the fuck he does. No, I was just bullshit with mechanic. He has a tomater shop and he helps, but yeah, like because he was played by Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, I was. I'm very clever. But we can't talk about them. We've spent all this time talking about them to avoid talking about the actual romance. The actual, yeah, because it's nothing. She's fine. She's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's serviceable. It 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 hits all the beats. Yeah, I think I and I think the thing is that I don't think. She's even in the second one very much. She might have like is I have to. Why don't think Lightning's in the second one much, isn't he? Because it's about Mater. So yes, but like Mater is traveling with Lightning, who's doing like a world circuit. Oh okay. Race. So Lightning is the B plot, and it will cut back to him from time to time, and then their stories will intersect. And I actually kind of prefer when Lightning is like the side character, just doing his racing thing, and he's like, "Ah, Mater, I'm doing a race. It's great." It's very funny that the movie escalates from it goes from small town Hallmark movie in the first one to a spy movie in the second one. Yeah. Are we going to watch the Cars trilogy now? Yeah. Okay. Maybe not the whole trilogy. I didn't like the third one. I don't know much about the third one. The third one promises something it does not deliver. And it makes me so mad. (laughs) Like, because like when they when they advertised that it was lightning gets in like a like a career ending car accident during a race and the the trailers used the wording things will never be the same yeah things are the fucking same it's that i i was like oh are they going to explore like living with disabilities i gave it too much credit i gave the cars trilogy too much credit to be fair we see a lot of crashes in the first movie and they all seem fine I mean, okay, yes, but, like, the first movie didn't advertise things will never be the same. The first movie is just, like, look at these cars. The third movie is like, hey, you like lightning? What if, what if, what if he doesn't race anymore? Anyways, we've already gone off on another tangent unrelated to Sally, so so I'm giving her a one. Sally's at the beginning, but she doesn't come with, she doesn't come with lightning on the world tour for some reason, so, um... I'm also gonna give her a one. I'm giving it a one. It's it's bad. And like I'm expecting a little more from it being a Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. That being said, there is one point where it may get more points than the standard Hallmark movie, which is Oh ho ho! The Hans Gruber Memorial Award for Compelling Conflict. The Hans Gruber Memorial Award for Compelling Conflict is basically how good the story's conflict is. Yay! I believe when I wrote this, it was meant to be like the pitch. Like, oh, you were transported into that alternate dimension that Mm -hmm. I keep talking about because that movie really messed with me. Or there wasn't really a conflict in Christmas Bedtime Stories. I forget what we considered that one. I, it's a forgettable, it's not a forgettable movie. I've thought about it every day since. But like... (laughs) I don't know. The pitch is just like woman reminisces while telling her child bedtime stories, which is cute and slice of life. But I don't remember what we rated it. In either case, so this one, we've got a couple of conflicts. We've got the big race, which I really do like the the shithole race driver. Yeah. That like is just an absolute jerk. Chick Hicks. 
Like, because there are two others he races against, and one is like a conventional bully, and the other is just like a nice old guy who's about to retire. I also didn't include describing the other races Liam was up against, because I was like, this is going to be too specific, and I and it's going to give us away. And I was going to say that didn't matter, but I actually, the stuff before they get to Radiator Springs or Evergreen Springs. Yes. I was probably my favorite part of the movie. I just yeah. really like that part. But uh, the conflict, I think, was... I like the conflict in the movie. I liked his personal conflict of learning not to be a selfish guy. And, like, the only thing I would realistically dock at points for... Like, it's not amazing. Yeah. But it's good. The only thing I dock points for is... Doc's arc is so it's Doc's arc was the only part of the movie that like he appeared and was like, I don't like racers. I'm like, that guy was a racer. Yep. It was the only part of the movie where it was predictable in a way that I noticed. Like the movie Mm -hmm. is very stock. It's a hallmark. But that was the only part where for some reason it stuck out to me that it felt kind of stock or wrote. Yeah, it's like it's a good hallmark movie. Obviously, it's a cut above what is produced in 15 days for the Hallmark movie channel. (laughs) But like, I mean, there's a reason we like Hallmark movies because we like seeing terrible people change for the better. We like seeing men listen when they're called out on their shit. And, and I think that it's plot. I think it's plot is pretty good. Aside from like Sally, just like cut her out. I hate saying that about a female character, but just, just let it be made her. Yeah. Just let it be made her. And aside from doc, like I agree with the, I'm I'm a little I get really hyped in the beginning because I really like the song "Real Gone" by Sheryl Crow, which is what plays <laughs> when he races that first race, and I'm like, yeah, this is great. I'm I Lightning McQueen. Ah, yeah. I, I I I don't know. I just get excited. I get caught up in it. It's a great song, and I like it a lot. And then I and then I get so excited when they show up as his pit crew. Yeah, it's just like there's real emotion there. You know, there's 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 a lot of heart and a lot of spirit. It's just that Doc needed a little bit more. Yeah, you need more time in the oven. I'm very torn with my rating because I would, I keep coming back to six. Mm-hmm. But part of me is like, am I judging too much by movie standards and not Hallmark movie standards? Right. The thi- so, so I am giving it ugh, eight might be too high, but that's what I want to give it. I docked it a point for being weird and horny. Because it is. I guess that's not a plot thing. That has nothing to do with the conflict. <laughs> but I don't like not it. Not a single thing <laughs> to like, do. And like, okay, and then I dock it for being two hours, because it doesn't need to be two hours. It doesn't need to be two hours. It does not need to be two hours. So I'm giving it an eight. I'm also very used to watching Hallmark movies, and so watching this as a Hallmark movie was like a really nice break. So for you, a six is probably correct. For me, an eight is probably correct. Yeah. Because I'm exposed to more. Okay, okay. We'll do that. We'll do that. All right, so that's a 14 out of 20. Ho, ho, ho! Fridge placement. Fridge placement is what we think of the cover. Now, this is going to be hard for cars because with Hallmark movies, they have a single cover. Mm-hmm. There are a handful of cars posters. Mm. So I'm going to share three that I saw with Hallie. Okay. Uh, And Hallie, I'd like you to describe uh, each of these as they appear. So the first one is in the chat. Okay. So this is the original one, I think. Which I think is actually a pretty solid cover. It's all red, and the Lightning McQueen is kind of at an angle, and he's doing his, like, Lightning McQueen smirk at you. 
he's also red and then the car's logo is also red but somehow all three of the reds really work together i really love the car's hood ornament i think it, yeah. it's a really neat it's got that kind of like 50s retro vibe which yeah. is what evergreens not fuck uh-huh. radiator springs is like yeah and it's like i don't know i this is gonna sound so silly but that one logo was very effective for a movie called cars because it is because like part of the again the plot has nothing to do with them being cars but i was like should i give it a point for them being cars because <laughs> because like you forget that they're cars you like, forget that they're cars and the like the animation is genuinely very good i know that yeah. it's silly and we talk about the draining the gas tank being like siphoning someone's blood and all of the like implications that a lot of the writing choices have made but I mean, the cars are animated so well. Yeah, you you forget that they're cars, and that's a little upsetting. A little upsetting. Remember, too, when you noticed that Lightning McQueen's headlights were different than everybody else's, and then it was revealed later they were stickers? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's, I can't believe that's high-quality animation, but that's such high-quality animation. Oh my god, I, alright, so that's, that's poster number one. Poster number one. Poster number one. I think that's that's my second favorite. Poster number two okay. uh, is going to reveal more characters that we forgot, like the hippie and the... I also couldn't think of, like... War vet. I, I just... I didn't think they were important. <laughs> no, mean, that's fair. Yeah. To, like, the understanding of this one. Okay, so this one has the same hood ornament, but it's on the bottom of the poster this time. Lightning is above it. He's giving a genuine smile this time. Not like an I'm about to race you smirk. And then all of Radiator Springs is behind him. All the cars from there and the actual town. It's a it's very pretty scenery. It's like orange bluffs in the background. Lots of clouds. Yeah. All his friends are there. I'm docking this one points because Sally is in front of Mater. Which, <laughs> <laughs> like, even though, even though she is the love interest over, like, the friend interest, Mater plays a more significant part in the story, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so should be further forward it sucks that the big like speeches or big moments where he seems to have revelations come with sally because i yeah. can't believe we're back we're back at we already gave her one point <laughs> we already gave her one point. i want to go back and talk more like, anyways uh this one's fine but it somehow doesn't have the same energy as the first one yeah okay now the final one this one is okay. my favorite and uh this one might be a 10 out of 10 for me Oh my god. <laughs> I cannot fucking believe that this poster is gonna win. The all new 2006 cars. What a. Oh my god. Okay, so this one's blue instead of red. This one's got a blue background. Lightning McQueen is facing you, but he's covered by a blue drape. So you can only see half of his I'm gonna race you smirk. And above him it says the all new 2006. And then underneath Lightning it says cars so it's like the all new 2006 car i cannot believe how effective this poster is it's so scary it's so scary it's so like the movie makes you forget that this is a humanoid car this does the fucking opposite this is the opposite like okay if i were truly marketing the film i'd choose the first one yeah the first one is like the objectively best this one has a certain (laughs) je ne sais quoi like okay the first one is disney pixar cars this one feels like DreamWorks cars. <laughs> no, that's the best way to summarize it. It is. Yeah. It's so scary. I think it's effective in being like, oh, ho, 
how did they make anthropomorphic cars? But not in the way they want you to be curious about anthropomorphic cars. I he's gonna he's gonna come at you. I adore this poster so much. Yeah. I I realistically should give the three of them combined like a six, because their best poster is just it's just an image of Lightning McQueen turned a little bit to the side. Yeah, like turned, but But the car's logo is so good, and this last one is so scary. (laughs) It's like that I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight. I have to. I'm up there with eight. Like you shouldn't be able to to make a poster that's as effective with just one character and one color. And yet, <laughs> I, yeah, eight. All right, and this one we uh, average our results, so that's eight out of ten. Yep. <laughs> bonus! Finally, we have a bunch of bonus rounds, uh, which cars, I'll just say this right out, gets none of them. Nope. I have a question for you, Hallie. Yeah. Is Lightning McQueen a Christmas name? No. Is no, Sally is not, a Christmas name? But Liam McLean was close. So that's going to be a zero. Sally is not a Christmas name, no. Uh, is there a tragic child? Unless you count Mater. See, I was going to say unless you count the fire truck. So if we can't even agree on the child. <laughs> like, the fire truck doesn't do enough to be considered a tra- like a, like a tragic <laughs> child. That's going to be a zero. They were also not saved by the Christmas magic. They were not saved by the Christmas magic. It was the friendship. And then finally, is there a magical or upsetting Santa Claus? No. So, the one other movie we ranked, Christmas Bedtime Stories, an actual Hallmark movie, got 31 out of 80 points. Despite not being about Christmas... And not being Hallmark, Cars was four points less than Christmas Bedtime Stories. Only four points less? 27 out of 80. <laughs> I really thought it was going to swing past Lightning McQueen style. ka And 10 points were off the table. The bonus so points it, it was got, never going to get. The bonus points. It should have beat Bedtime Christmas Stories. Like, literally, <laughs> I feel terrible saying this. Sally is the only thing weighing this movie down. Oh, no. If Sally was not in this movie, it would have blown past Christmas bedtime stories. Oh, man. But tragically. Sorry, Sally. I She's like the only notable female character. Why do writers do this? The only one. Why? Why do writers do this? Ah! Why do we live in a patriarchy where a movie about <laughs> cars has one female character and she sucks? All right. I'm so mad. We have one final point, which is, is this movie... (laughs) Naughty or nice? Naughty or nice is basically not if this is good or not, but does this deserve to be remembered in the Hallmark canon? (laughs) It's it's nice. No! What do you mean, no? It's It's not a Hallmark movie. movie. It refers to be remembered in the Hallmark canon. If someone is going to say... If someone's going to say, I want to watch the most important Hallmark movie so I know exactly what a Hallmark movie is, you're going to tell them, go watch Disney Pixar's Cars. Yes! I'm going to say that, and then I'm going to say, okay, the remaining Hallmarks will never be as good as that one. Yes! You're not going to budge on this, are you? No, I'm not. I'll, f- I'll race you. I'll race you. All right, give me one second. On a dirt road. Give me one second. Hallie, uh, do you have access to the internet? Yeah. Do you have your Switch? Yeah. 
pull up Team Sonic Racing. <laughs> I was about to ask Mario Kart <laughs> or gonna, Team Sonic Racing. Yeah, one okay. second. Okay. Ah! Okay, recorders. Listeners, we're the recorders. Let me grab my freaking Switch. So, <laughs> if we want, we could spend $40 each to buy Cars 3 driven <laughs> to win. <laughs> and we could race in that to see <laughs> The worst part is that if it was $20, I'd consider it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do race setup. It's a standard race. There are no computers. It is just <laughs> you and me. just us two. And then I got to select character. We got to figure out who represents the Cars universe best. Right. So Sonic is lightning. We Like, right? That's... Okay, yeah. Yeah, I right. can tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Which of these character vectors is going to be Tomater? Ah. No? There's no one better. Because we can do a different character as well. We could do Amy and Sally, because girl. Because girl. The thing is, I want to... I don't have any basis for this, but I feel like Silver is Tomater. Silver is very easily tricked. Yeah, you know, he's gullible and he's just a good boy. Hear me out, though. Dr. Eggman is Doc Hudson. <laughs> Alright, do you want to be uh, Sonic or Silver? I want to be Sonic. Okay, I will I will be Silver. And then I need to find the most Cars-like racetrack out of this list. Um, we have Planet Wisp, Seaside Hill, oh, maybe. Glacierland, Casino Park, oh, Sandopolis, that would be it. And no, we're just going to do Sand Road. Sand Road. Alright, we... <laughs> I'm I'm glad this is great podcasting. This, this is, is great audio. Now this that's is, podcasting. This is, they're not even going to see. I'm going to have to narrate literally everything that I know. happens. Can you do the special race trick that uh, Lightning McQueen does? Who knows? <laughs> Will we have a massive drop off in listenership at this point? Uh, no, it probably happened about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> when they were like, oh, this is about cars. This is about cars. <laughs> Fuck this. By the time we're done, we will be only 30 minutes shorter than cars in, like, our recording time. Oh, no! All right, all right. I'm going, uh, I'm going. Mater's off to a strong start. Oh, no, I'm stuck in the sand. Just like uh -oh. Lightning McQueen, you can't drive in the sand. No! The prophecy is fulfilling. It's okay. Like Lightning McQueen, I'm a badass. I'm coming, Silver. If I could ever get another item, because wait, this wait, game wait, does wait, not- wait, 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 wait. Ha -ha! I wanted to try something. Okay, it's too slow. I was like, what if I could drive? What if I spent the whole time driving backwards like Mater? Like Mater does. I thought about trying that, but I, I care too much about winning. See, that's the thing. I care immensely about winning too, uh, because I'm like Lightning McQueen before he was good. <laughs> that is the one shame about this not being a video podcast. I mean, I can't pull up it up anyway because I don't have a recorder for my Switch. Mm -hmm. But imagine you're watching a podcast... And just suddenly it becomes a fucking let's play out of nowhere. <laughs> suddenly it just becomes Sonic Racing. Ah! I drifted the wrong way. I swear to God, if I'm gonna, if I end up losing because I wanted to be <laughs> an ass and go backwards. I mean, that is how Lightning McQueen lost in the first race. Okay, you're right. Or, you are right. You know, he was an ass. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm always right. I will not break my ankle though. I'm a winner. You <laughs> will not just fracture your whole leg. Yeah. Uh, this is so close and it's deeply upsetting. God, no, 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 go, no. Sonic, go, Lightning, no, go! No, 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 no! I won. Cars goes on the nice Hallmark list. 
We'll see you all next year, everyone. <laughs> yeah.